This podcast is brought to you by NetBank Business Banking, providing bigger picture tailored global trade solutions for your business. Welcome to this Global Trade Insights podcast powered by NetBank Business Banking. My name is Mariwa Gavaza and I am from the Business Day. Now, every business owner would know that running and managing a medium to large business is not an easy affair at all. It's filled with crucial decisions, strategy, brave calls, tense moments, and tough times. Now, especially if you own a business that actually buys and sells goods and services, transactions can actually become quite complex and filled with trade risks, unexpected costs, and exchange rate volatility together with regulatory requirements. We spoke to one of Nedbank's long-term clients in the downstream fuel trade. He told us branching into the global trade arena slowed down payments, putting the company's new global venture in a tricky position. A big challenge was inefficiencies and in payments, um, both on the inward side and the outward side. And uh, there was massive liquidity issues in African markets. Mo- most of these inefficiencies caused delays which when dealing with trading um, and how we were trading on a, on a spot market basis, so a real-time market, you could do a deal, guys could delay making a, a payment or, or, or hedging, and the market would would move quite substantially. Now, today we have the pleasure of interviewing Lazarus Devasigam, who is the Divisional Head for Global Trade Sales at NetBank Business Banking. And I'm happy that we have Lazarus in studio to talk to us about some of these things. Lazarus, how are you today? Great. Thank you for having me this morning. Now, as we begin the discussion, um, what are some of the factors that actually need to be considered when actually choosing the right global trade solutions? And coupled with that, where does you know, a business owner actually start when deciding um, which foreign payment instruments you know, should actually best suit their business? I think the factors that impact global trade transactions is very important. So the three factors that we look at which is vitally important in structuring a deal. Firstly, the contract of sale. Secondly, the contract of payment. And thirdly, the contract of delivery. These contracts will assist the global specialists and NetBank in understanding the transaction, mitigating risks associated, and securing the deal with our clients. So as NetBank, do you guys have solutions that can actually be customized uh, to a particular business I think that's a very important uh, question, Mm. and absolutely yes. We understand every client is unique in their operating model. Our clients' requirements vary in terms of the purchase and sale agreements, which includes your INCO terms, Mm. the trade flows, stock requirements, capital outlays, guarantee requirements. These are some of the important aspects that clients need to consider in putting a deal together. Over and above that, what are the transaction risks that are involved? What are exchange risks that are involved? The countries we're dealing with, Mm. what are the sovereign risks? Compliance and governance, important aspect to either putting a deal together or ensuring the checks are completed in terms of every governance. Supply and buyer relationships, vitally important. Based on these requirements, NetBank will structure a customized deal for client. 
NetBank assessed its client's business and deduced that the best course of action was to help the company set up a letter of credit or LC payment mechanism in the countries it traded. Setting up an LC was a, um, a great solution because even though people have cash reserves on hand, if they go to submit a payment, for example, in, in Zim, the Reserve Bank doesn't have enough funds in their Nostril account. So even though you're using your own funds, the Reserve Bank waits for Nostril account reserves in order to then remit your funds. Really, the, the only way to operate at the moment in a lot of those East African countries is to have a letter of credit. Being able to do, for instance, same-day payments and get that quick turnaround time allowed us to operate quite efficiently. It helped us attract a lot of customers and, and a good name in the industry and at the same time also helping us build on cash reserves. But how did Nedbank's global trade division know that LCs would prove so effective for its client? And what type of process do you guys actually go through um, when you guys are actually trying to develop an understanding of the specific needs of a business, what, uh, what its requirements are, where they need to go? How do you guys actually go about that? And how does that um, fit into some of the bigger picture thinking um, that's out there. Understanding the client's operating model is vital. One needs to understand the trade flows, and these trade flows impact a client from a bigger picture banking. Okay. How does his payments and receipts impact the client in terms of his domestic payments? Mm. One has to look at both the volume and value. Does the client have a foreign exchange policy? Does he cover forward yeah. for his transactions? Does the transaction entail guaranteed proceeds? We need to understand the client's current facility and the security for that facility. Yeah. Understanding these requirements is key to optimizing the cash flow for clients yeah. and any financing requirements. Mm. You, you've had the client, they've come to you, they've told you their needs, you've analyzed them, you now understand or where they need to go. What are, what type of services, you know, global services are available to Nedbank clients? And how do you actually strike that balance between uh, what a business owner says they need or thinks they need versus um, your own assessment of what would possibly be best for them? The fundamental belief at Nedbank is that import and export transactions cannot be seen as a standalone transaction. Yeah. It has to be seen in the context of optimizing mm. working capital. And we have various solutions that are available for our clients. Yeah. Uh, if you look at the payment side in terms of payments and receipts, and if you look at the trade side, we have services and, and payments, uh, escrow accounts. Yeah. We have documentary back-to-back -back structures, mm. transferable instruments, yeah. confirming and discounting of documentary credits, evaluation of trade bills, and stock finance. These are some of the products that are available for our client to ensure that we optimize working capital. Yeah. But all of this can only be done with a proper understanding of what is the client's requirements and what is the buyer's requirements. And that we would gather from the purchase and sale agreements. Mm -hmm. How important is it for the client to understand the requirement of paying an advance payment? Yes. What impact does the advance payment have in terms of his cash flow? Yeah. At what time of the month should that advance payment go through? Yeah. What are other trade solutions that we as NetBank can offer in terms of the client holding the funds in his account mm. so that he can accommodate the bigger picture banking as well? 
The global environment is ever-changing. Compliance is on the increase. South African Reserve Bank rulings change at any particular time. You also have change around sovereign risks mm. all the time. We mm. see country risks. We see exchange risks and supplier-buyer requirements also change. Yeah. So based on this, a trade solution is not a once-off intervention. Whilst it may be structured in a certain manner a year ago, yeah. we at NetBank get it that change takes place within the global environment. Yes. And our team of global specialists continue to partner and assist our clients in ensuring that the specialized solution provided is still relevant and we either review or change the solutions as agreed to the client. NetBank's bespoke global trade solution has helped its client remain a strong global competitor. Although we're getting a, quite a few cash payments now out of these African markets, it's still very important to have these LCs. You can choose not to do the LCs and a certain number of clients are really relying on these LCs to operate. So if you don't have an LC in place, then you just open a, another door for another supplier to work on these LCs, ultimately capturing their the full volume. You know, guys don't like to, to load from various suppliers every month. They like to stick with one supplier. So if, if you can cater for their business in one aspect, they ultimately deal with you and, and keep a relationship going for, for the rest of the business. So you heard it. That was us uh, in conversation with Lazarus uh, Davasagam, who is divisional head for global trade at NetBank Business Banking. And he's actually saying that import and export is quite a complex business, but they have a number of solutions available. Lazarus, thank you so much for being on uh, today's Global Trade Podcast and just sharing some of the insights uh, just around some of the exciting approaches that NetBank um, has to actually partner with business owners to actually help simplify complexities of global trade. This podcast was brought to you by NetBank, guiding your business growth with bigger picture business banking solutions. Visit netbank.co.za for more information. See money differently. NetBank.